Boule Brothers Dracula, which is the exact opposite of her. She's the winner, and I lost her. <laughs> Spoiler so alert, she goes home first, I won. I <laughs> so, we're just going to start our day off with a fabulous panel from a podcast called Collie Wobbles. We have, a, we have the entire cast of Collie Wobbles here, and they have a really great panel in store for you guys. Uh, their podcast, Collie Wobbles, focuses on first-person accounts of myths, mysteries, and monsters. And so we're going to bring out our first presenter, Kate Weitzel. And our final presenter from the podcast Collie Wobbles, Frank Weitzel. All right, the stage is all yours, guys. Thank you. Hi, guys. I don't think you're working. Talking to me? Do you guys hear me? No. Katie's mic is not working. One of our mics isn't working. Is that better? Oh, That's yay! Better. I love the sound of my own voice. Let's get this started. Hi, Scarlett. We're Polly Wobbles. Hi, Mom. Hey, guys. So, my name is Frank. And I'm Kate. I'm Katie. And I'm very surprised they let us in today. We got in a fight with the Crypt Keeper last time, so. We're surprised they let us back. Yeah, I think they forgot. So, as was introduced, we are talking about haunted LA stories. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to kick it off with one that I've never heard before. Uh, Lincoln Heights Jail. Hit us with the hard facts, Katie. Oh. It's, it's, this one's going to be a little serious in the beginning because it hits close to home. So let me give you a little background info. It's located on 421 North 19 Avenue. It's actually only 11 minutes away from here. Wow, can we go after this? We can. Just hit straight up the 10. I already looked into it. We might have to sneak in. Don't tell anyone. Uh, you all seem trustworthy. Yeah, you guys, you got me, right? Uh, it opened in 1931 and is now closed permanently. So it is most known for what happened on Christmas Day in 1951. That what sounds happened? really what happened? ominous. What happened? Yeah. Bloody Christmas. Is that dun, what it's dun, called? Dun, yes. Uh-oh. The incident is called Bloody Christmas, in which police severely beat six inmates unprovoked. A large group of police celebrating Christmas while on duty decided to get choisted, and they go on a killing spree. Uh, kind of. They decided to just start taking prisoners or inmates out of their cells, and they beat them until inches away from life. Man, we're really starting this panel out with yeah, a Yeah, it's, huh? it's dark. I told you we were going to get real. So, this happened in 1951. The jail was largely known for corruption uh, and because of bloody Christmas. When the building was built, it was intended for 625 people. How many were put in there? Ooh, plus to 3,000. Wow. 2,800 prisoners were uh, were set into this prison, uh, including famous ones such as Al Capone. Ever oh. heard of him? Uh, Al no. Capone. That's fun. Uh, yeah, he's a, he was a cool guy. Uh, okay. He ended up in the prison during the Zoot Suit riots, which I believe it happened in 1943. 
And also, it was the home of child murderer. I know, this is dark. Uh, William Edward Hickman. It's, I would tell you, but it, we're supposed to be laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, once the jail was closed, the building was still used for theater groups, for boxing clubs, for a lot of just extracurricular activities. Um, in 1994, this is the last sad thing, I swear. 1994, a boxing coach from the gym fell to his death in the elevator. Man, Katie, I know. You're being a real downer today. I should not have started this off. It's not even noon yet. I, I wrote on my paper, dark times equals ghosts. So there you have it. I'm just, I'm painting the picture. Uh, so this building may look familiar to a lot of people that walk by it because it was actually used for uh, as a set for a lot of movies and music videos, and one of which was Wes Craven's Nightmare on Elm Street. Very nice. That really creepy boiler room scene is uh, a part of their really normal creepy boiler room. Cool. It's just kind of there. What's creepy for us is normal for them. Yeah, it's very normal. Um, and others such as L.A. Confidential, Lady Gaga, Ooh, uh, she Lady filmed Gaga. Telephone there, oh, and cool. Blink-182, oh. they filmed uh, Feeling This. Yeah. Feeling This. Yeah, right. I was hoping fun. someone would sing it. Um, so now let's get to the paranormal stuff. So for a little over 30 years, the building was used as a home for bilingual foundations of arts. So it was used for plays, and there were a lot of like kids running in and out. Um, Cecilia, the stage manager, claims that the building is very haunted, and the most haunted areas can be found on the second floor and the fourth floor. Um, if you go to these floors, you're going to expect cold spots and the voices of hundreds of dead prisoners. Like at once? Wow. There would be whispering. What are, they, what are they saying? Whispering at once? They're just like, we love Lady God. Oh, she was great. That was a lot of fun. But you get, the voices are echoing through the corridors. Um, Miguel Garcia, who worked here when he was a teenager in the summer, um, he experienced a lot of unexplained phenomena. What is that? I don't know. Is it thunder? Is it the crypt? Is it rain? That's the roller coaster. I'm keeping, I'm keeping it family friendly. The freaking crib keeper. I will not allow it. Uh, once, so once when Miguel Garcia was working there in the summer, uh, a fire hose turned on out of nowhere, pushing high-pressured water into the building. And if you've ever seen those, you really have to push and pull to get up. Yeah, that's a lot of, yeah. So it took a lot of effort, and it happened out of nowhere. Uh, his most memorable experience happened when he was playing handball with some friends, and they heard a, a deep and painful voice. What do you think that sounds like? Oh. Like, <laughs> oh. Oh. Something yeah, like that. Deep, yeah, something like that. deep, deep and painful. Um, at first, they wanted to write it off as a train, but when it didn't stop, they realized it was more of a chanting. So a deep, painful chanting, and it was inside of the room with them. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, something like that. Well, we'll loop that so you guys can fall asleep to it later. That's my ASMR video. Yes. That's our next venture. Um, if you go on YouTube, you can search Lincoln Heights uh, Jail, and you're going to find a ton of videos with a lot of what they call Class A EVPs. Where you can really hear. It's super clear. 
And uh, I'm just going to read some of the things that these ghosts are saying in the videos. So one of them uh, says, heads are going to roll in here. That's pretty specific. Yeah, they very, they just really want to get to the point. And the second one is, put the rope over your head until you can't breathe. These are long EVPs. Depressing. I don't like it. These ghosts really had something to say. Oh, yeah. They had a voice and they used it. So if you, if you want to go on YouTube, you can find a lot of them. A lot of the videos playing chairs move, doors open. And that is the Lincoln Heights Jail. I loved it, Katie. Good thing. Yeah, I did it. It's my turn, yes? It's your turn. Um, right. My story is about the Queen Mary. Ooh, I've never you guys ever heard, heard of that? The Queen Mary? Queen Mary the ship? No? No. Um, yeah. So technically it's in LA County, so it's still LA. Me and Katie live like two minutes away from it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we get drive by ghosts all the time. So the Queen Mary is super old. Um, super cold? Super old. Oh, super Probably cold. cold. It's <laughs> Just awesome. so cold. So um, it was actually constructed in Scotland. Oh, I didn't know that. And during the construction, it got stalled for a little while because of the Great Depression. Um, a little funny tidbit was the ship was originally supposed to be named after Queen Victoria. Um, when King George was asked permission um, to name the ship, um, they said, We have decided to name our new ship after England's greatest queen, meaning Queen Victoria, George's uh, grandmother. And uh, the king replied, My wife, Queen Mary, will be delighted that you were naming the ship after her. No? Okay. And they were kind of like, That was super tough. Okay, can't take that back. That was a fun tidbit. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. Just to give me a reason to do my what? My The ship actively traveled the seas until 1967, and she took up residence in Long Beach. Um, the ship uh, carried 2.2 million passengers and 810,000 military um, up until that point. Uh, she now has an estimated of 50 million visitors. Annually? No, I think like... Daily? Yes. Daily? Oh my god. I mean, just like general. Um, and now, um, you know, it has ghost tours and it even has like a Halloween attraction you can go and... I don't think they'd be interested in that. Yeah, no, yes, yeah. This does not seem like a group that loves that likes being scared. Yeah. Um, so one of the ship's most famous spirits is Little Jackie. Um, her name was Jacqueline Tor- Torin, and uh, she was around five years old when she drowned in the second-class pool. Oh, yeah. uh, the second? Is, wait, the, the second, second class. Like, she wasn't first-class, she was second-class. Or not as bad as third class. At least I had a pool. Right? I don't know. I don't know. So now it uh, has been converted into the Royal Theater. Uh, And so many visitors claim to hear Jackie splashing, calling for her parents, and even responding to some questions. Um, Some people also believe that Jackie has a friend named Sarah who would have drowned in the pool in 1949. Um, so, now that the second class pool has been transitioned into a theater, it, they say that they hear Jackie in the first class pool now. Oh, so she's moving on up. Oh, get it, girl. Moving on Good up. for her. Girls can do anything, okay? Let me, let me just put that, that is right. Um, so I have a, a first person story from um, a paranormal investigator named Bob Davis. 
Um, he is part of Planet Paranormal Radio and Planet Paranormal Investigations. That's hard to he, say. Yes. Um, and uh, he actually has some of the EVP sessions up on his website that you could listen to. Shout out to Bob. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Um, so I'm going to be reading this in Bob's perspective. Are his, you his words. Do a it's his voice. Words. Are you doing a voice? My name's Bob. No. <laughs> Please, no. Don't no. Do okay, no, 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 I take it back. Um, so he says, I exited the little room and walked over to the wall by the pool slide and called out to Jackie. And she immediately started to talk to us, but I couldn't make out exactly what she was saying. He was there with this guy, Brian, his buddy Brian. Brian and I. Brian and I had uh, two separate audio recorders going at the same time, and we uh, both kept uh, the recorders running the entire time we were in the pool. Jackie continued to talk and answer my questions, and even mentioned that Brian had candy in his pocket before he even brought the candy out of his pocket. Oh, um, no, Brian. Yeah. No. <laughs> Keep not a candy in the pocket. Um, the entire exchange lasted a full 17 minutes. Um, and much during much of the exchange, it was clear she was directly answering my questions. At one point, I tried coaxing her to come closer, and knowing many kids have an Uncle Bob, I said, come see Uncle Bob. She promptly shot back, you're not my uncle. <laughs> Do you guys have an Uncle Bob? We do. We do. I have an Uncle Bob. Nice. I think everyone has an Uncle Bob. Except Jackie. Well, not Jackie. Or maybe she did. Maybe she, she just knew he wasn't, wasn't the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are many Uncle Bobs, but you were not mine. You were not so, my uncle. Um, to which I replied, you can call me your uncle. Mm. Then she forcefully mm. yelled, no. Good for her. Good. Oh, somebody Absolutely not. God. And the exchange went back and forth until I was completely exhausted. This even left Brian, our team skeptic, a believer. Wow. Yeah. I love it. And when they all have that, that moment. A moment like that? Yeah. I want to see something real spooky. A moment like this. And then all, yeah. I'll go have you guys been to Play Mary? We I have. have. I haven't, like, gone. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been to <laughs> the... Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. But her spirit has, uh, but like physically, she has not like made it. I feel living in Long Beach is just a part of me, so well, I don't I, have to go. Yeah. I went to shipwreck once, and then one time we just like walked around the ship. Yeah, I, I've done shipwreck, and you kind of walk on, but you're not really on very long. I'd like right. to do one of those haunted. It's tours. Dark Harbor now. Oh, Dark Dark Harbor. It was shipwreck when I went. Oh, I look like a fool, guy. You're so ignorant. They're here, you know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> So that's the Queen Mary? That is the Queen Mary. There's a lot more. They have so many spirits on that ship that it's just too many. I had to pick one. Were you saying something about the room? Yes. So there is like the most haunted room. I think it's like B something. Um, Mm -hmm. And they've kept it closed for so many years. Like nobody could stay in this room. They opened it for like a month. So like social media people could stay in it or whatever. And uh, this, this one, yeah, influencers, um, this one group of, I guess they're technically men, when, uh, technically? well, they're, they're young men. I was oh, going to say boys, boys, but like, okay. they're technically um, I'm just a weird and way to say that. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> you would be really hung up on that. I'm sorry. Um, so they, they got, they got to stay in the room and they're filming the entire time and nothing's happening. And then finally they, uh. 
so spooky. They turned off the cameras, but one of them was like audio recording and nobody else knew it. But they were like asking these questions. The faucet turned on by itself, and then it was like whatever or whoever it was was knocking in response to their questions. Oh, yeah, it was like a demon. Yeah, and like the last question was, um, is there a heaven? And it knocked no. And then one of the kids was like, all right, that's it, we have to go because that's what demons do. They try to convince you that there is no heaven. Uh, yeah, so they left. Just, yeah. There's a, there's a video of, they posted a video of the audio of the whole exchange. I don't like it. It's, it's spooky. Just demons on a cruise. <laughs> Well, that sounds a little nicer. There's heck now. You got a Mai Tai and a demon. Mm -hmm. Right as soon as you walk on. Alright, what do you got for us? So I'm going to cheat a little bit. I have a, uh, a pretty big story. So Griffith Park is located in Los Angeles. And it is 4,210 acres wide. Oh, that's a big place. That's pretty big. And I have no real frame of reference in my mind how big an acre is. So it's yeah. basically an infinite amount of land. It's the second largest park in California, and it's one of the largest in the country. Uh, and there's a lot of like haunted places in Griffith Park on its own, so I won't really talk about that. There's like you know, the LA Zoo, the Greek Amphitheater, the Hollywood Sign, um, but they're all like super haunted. Um, so there's part. Uh, oh yeah, the classics. classics. Yeah, you know, yeah. people have jumped from the Hollywood Sign. The zoo is just spooky. Etc. I like how you said that. Like it's just a fun. Did you people jumping through? People jumped off the age. Hollywood It's one of our many features. <laughs> you can hear monkeys screaming at the zoo. Ooh. It's all good. So the park is so big. Uh, you know, the Hollywood sign, as I said. There's an urban legend of a haunted picnic table where a couple. <laughs> Well, you didn't let me finish the story because okay, it gets more ridiculous. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, nice. oh, I'm listening. Well, there's, a haunted, there's an urban legend of a haunted picnic table where a couple was having sex on the table and then a tree crushed them and killed them. Oh, no! But why are they haunting? Because they died on the table. Yeah, are they still having ghosts? sex with ghosts on the table? Is that how they're haunting? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. How, how, how is it haunting? Just... You sit there, and I guess you hear people doing it. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been there. It's just an urban legend. That one's not really confirmed so much. But this is about the park itself and how it's cursed. So before it was Griffith Park, it was called Rancho Los Feliz because it was owned by the Feliz family. Don Antonio Feliz, his sister Soledad, and his teenage blind niece, Donna Petronia, reside on the property until about 1863 when Don Antonio Feliz died from smallpox. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and start this out. It's going to start out like a bummer, but then the bummer keeps rolling where it actually starts being kind of funny. That's so, so sad. Well, yeah, because it just keeps coming. It just yeah. keeps coming. So you'd think that when he died, he would have left the, the ranch to his sister and niece, but you'd be wrong. He left it to a man named Don Antonio Coronel, who has a tiny street in L.A. right off the 110 in uh, New York Stadium Way. So legend goes that when Antonio Feliz is dying from smallpox, Don Antonio Coronel shows up with his lawyer, by the name of Don Inocante, where they have a will made up, and then they attach Don Antonio Feliz's head to a stick, and they make him nod up and down in agreement. To the, well, they don't put his head on the stick. No, they, I know, but it's still just that. I know. And then, so basically, they force him to agree to this new will. So that may or may not be true, but the fact remains that he did give the land to this guy and not his sister or his niece. Or his blind niece. Well, yes. 
So his sister receives some items and his niece receives nothing. So the niece, Don Petronia, allegedly cursed the land. Uh, Don Inocante and Don Antonio Coronel and the judge who upheld the will. And so she's also alleged to have died like right after making the curse, like to add to the creepiness. But that's not true. Also, she wasn't blind. Wow, what the hell? That yeah. was a lie. That was, that was a lie. This I lied. That's the reason I have trust issues. I lied. This. This right here, this moment. So, uh, what ends up happening is a series of events that lead to this curse. So the lawyer that upheld the will was shot and killed, like, basically right after this happened. The judge apparently died soon after. There's no real details as to how he died, just that he did. Uh, Don Cornell's family died from disease, and when he finally died, he left the land to his wife, who remarried. Her and her new husband fought over the land, they divorced, and most of the inheritance was taken by the lawyers. Oh, dang. So, it didn't really work out too well. For anybody. No. Except for the lawyers. Except for the lawyers. Yeah. Usually how it goes. Silver lining. So, in 1868... Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> In 1868, a dude by the name of C.V. Howard owned part of the land, and he was shot dead while celebrating the land's water rights. Aww. The land then went to Leon Lucky Baldwin. Oh no, he's not so lucky. He's not lucky. Who tried to start a ranch and dairy, but the cattle all died along with the crops. The crops were eaten by grasshoppers and burned in fires. Should have started a grasshopper farm then. He would have done very well. Yeah. So then he sells the land and then was shot by Mexican bandits. Oh no. So, so do sold... you take the lucky out of his name at that point? I think it's in there like, you know how uh, in go. Robin Hood, Little John was a big guy? Oh, okay. So it's the opposite. Yeah. yeah. It's, like an, okay. it's like an ironic nickname. Uh -huh. <laughs> like this guy. <laughs> Not so lucky. Lucky um, John. Yeah. So then he sells it to a, a guy named Thomas Bell, who died when he fell from his mansion's banister, possibly from being pushed by his wife. Wow. And he literally had the land for like two days. That sucks. <laughs> so like everybody, everybody's getting it for like a day, and then it's just, they get a, they get a day of happiness, and then it's all gone. So yeah. At least he didn't know it was coming, you know? like. I don't know, I think they knew after a while. Well, no, like the guy who like, fell off his hand thing, like, kind of didn't see it coming there. Or right? pushed. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so then it comes to a guy by the name of Colonel Griffith J. Griffith. Love it. I'm pretty sure the J stands for Driffith. Colonel Griffith Griffith Driffith Griffith. Griffith. <laughs> a classic name. <laughs> and so he's the guy who names it Griffith Park. So he lets a guy by the name of Frank Burkett start an ostrich farm, and in 1884, the curse returns with a massive storm. Lightning took down a few oak trees, and several men that worked the farm said that they swore they saw Don Antonio Feliz riding around in the rain laughing, and he continued to be seen for some time near a place called B-Rock. Not A-Rock, B-Rock. Griffith refused to visit the land at night, and ostriches routinely stampeded in the dark hours. That's dangerous. Stampeding ostriches? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Jurassic Park, basically. It's fluffy, but fluffier. Yeah. I mean, dinosaurs probably had feathers, so probably not too different. Uh -huh. So Griffith is forced to close the ostrich farm because it's not making any money. And Burgett, as you remember, the guy who was running the farm, uh, takes this as a slight and shoots Griffith at the old Calvary Cemetery, which was LA's primary cemetery at the time, 
Birkin, thinking that he killed Griffith, shoots himself in the head with his shotgun. Oh. Griffith survived only because Birkin used birdshot instead of buckshot. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Griffith, sensing a trend, was like, you know what, I'm getting rid of most of this land. And he donates 3,015 acres to L.A. in 1896. Again, it might as well have been 10 million. I don't know how much that is. So, so much. So Griffith, I'm a mathematician and I can tell you, that's so much. That's like a lot. That's like, I mean, math-wise, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. I believe you, Katie. Yeah. So... Griffith then concluded that there was a plot on his life by his wife, Christina Mesmer, which I should note, she was wealthy in her own right. Like, she came from a very affluent family, and he decided that she wanted to kill him and take his money. Also, she was working with the Pope to do this. The Pope? The Pope. This is a fact. This is what Griffith thought was happening. Oh, so I guess oh. it was a fact for him. Yeah, gotcha. He, his reality. His reality. He would routinely, like, switch the plates at dinner. Because he thought that she was trying to poison him. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, he's like, not going to get me. Not today. Classic. Right. And then he's like, you know what? I'm done with this. And he takes her to the Arcadia Hotel in Santa Monica. And he shoots her. She survived by jumping out the window and landing on an awning and crawling back inside. Holy crap. She was disfigured and partially blinded. Uh-huh. How long do you think? Do you think he got in trouble? Uh, with that kind of money? Nah. He did. Oh, good. He went to San Quentin Correctional Facility for two years. Two years? For two years. Two years for killing someone? He didn't kill Attempted. 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 He wasn't very good at it. So he gets out and now as an outcast, he died in 1919 but had trust funds set up to take care of the observatory and the Greek theater after he died. So a few more things happen around this time. Um, Allegedly... Don Antonio Feliz appears again in 1989 as a specter on a white horse during a party at Griffith uh, Observatory. So there's a lot of uh, witnesses that claim to have seen this guy on this horse just sort of rolling through. Yeah, it's um, pretty tight though. That would be pretty cool. I mean, that's what I would do if I was a ghost, just like ride up and be like, hey, yeah, I'm back. Like that? Yeah, I'm throw a yeah. No, I wouldn't yeehaw because that's like so dumb. Uh, you know, by all those cowboy ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, a classic trope that I wouldn't want to tap into. <laughs> Yeehaw. So, and then also, I'm sure some of you know this, in 1933 there was the infamous Griffith Park fire that broke out that killed 29 people and injured over 150. It's the deadliest fire in Los Angeles history. So, that wasn't fun, but it was just another part of the curse. That's not the end, right? Oh no, I have another oh, page. Oh god. If you ended it on that note, I would be, that would be so depressing. Yeah. Well, have you guys ever been to Griffith Park? I don't think so. I have. Uh, to like take photos and kind of look around, but... That's usually what people do at Griffith yeah. Park. Take photos, look around. That's, that's all I can tell you that I did there. Have Has, you been, Frankie? Yes, I have. Has anyone here been to the LA Zoo? Like, not the one that's actually a real zoo, but the abandoned zoo? I see some hands. It's pretty spooky, right? Like, you know. You want to yeah. take me? If you've been, will you take me? You know, you talking about me? me? No, talk to one of these t- one of these strangers will take you. Yeah, I think strangers. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, but it, it is pretty scary. You can still see a lot of the bars, a lot of the cages and stuff, and people allegedly see or hear these animals. Like, But it's also illegal. 
it's legal. Oh, I think it's legal. That's part of a high when you can get in there. It's a part, I think there's like fences that you have to jump. I've watched videos. <laughs> I've watched, I've the watched videos. videos so okay. I know. Okay. There's like security and stuff. Is there? Yeah. I always thought it was legal. I mean, like, don't be it's like smashing bottles and stuff like, over there. Just like, just slide on it. You're good. Yeah. All right. Continue. Just be sneaky. Yeah, you can be sneaky about it. So there's a number of ghosts in Griffith Park. Uh, as I've explained, Don Antonio Feliz, he can be seen riding around the park trails on a horse and just standing on one particular rock and laughing. <laughs> he seems like a cool guy. I like it. Yeah. Kind of reminds you of like Rafiki. Of what? Rafiki. Rafiki? <laughs> That's probably accurate. Like, that's I mean, what he was doing. He just like, sat around laughing. I mean, I think that's where he got it from, right? It's probably, that's a fact. Uh, his niece has been seen as a woman in white that sort of just kind of walks around the park. That's, that's the only one I've heard about. Is the, the lady the, in white. Yeah, the lady in white. Um, there's a different mounted ghost that has been spotted around that's said to be uh, Griffith J. Griffith. <laughs> Griffith, Griffith, Griffith. A, uh, a lost ghost girl that is seen looking for help. And a ghost that hangs around the merry-go-round. Because there is also a creepy merry-go-round in this park. I both love it and I hate it. <laughs> it's pretty messed up in just the general vicinity of the place. So, also, just for fun, there's apparently some sort of monster that lives in Griffith Park. Like Chupacabra? No, this one wears pants. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of pants are we talking about? Like, flowy pants? Like, capris? Well, those what you're I guess. They don't really say, but I like to picture, like, a nice pair of khakis. Oh, with pockets? Khakis with pockets or khakis without pockets? I'm probably going to say pockets. Well, like, what does he do? Like, what kind of monster oh, yeah. is okay. it? Okay, well, so, three, three different people have seen this thing, allegedly, and they describe it as a humanoid of some sort. Its legs were very long, as well as its feet, because that's got to be specific. It had long legs and long feet, and it was taking long, huge strides as it made its way down the path. Its back was bent, and its neck was very long and bent forward. And it was wearing pants. They said that no human, well, wait. They said no human could bend like this thing did. Which sounds like a compliment. Yeah, I mean, like, we all want to do what others can, right? Just bend and snap. Its eyes were black, but it did have whites as well. What? Yeah. Its skin was transparent green. Ah, wait, so you can see inside of it? Yes. That's an alien. Like a bug? Calling yeah. it right now, that's an alien. Like one of those cool, like, PlayStation controllers where you can yeah. see all the inside. <laughs> also, it was wearing nothing but white pants and black shoes. Oh, so white. They can't be khaki because they're white. That's fair. Is it like monster? Like, next pair of dockers. Where do you find shoes for as long as feet? Probably, probably some black hoppers <laughs> made them like clown shoes. He got him some clown shoes and he just kind of spray painted them black. I like to think it's like that spray on shoe from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so that's not the only monster that's in Griffith Park. Apparently, there's also a werewolf. Hell yeah. Uh, there's a lot of reports of people walking their dogs and then the dogs being attacked by something or getting scared. One story has somebody running down a path screaming at other people, don't go this way, there's an effing werewolf. <laughs> if somebody, I, 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 I legit would have been like, okay, I could go, I turn the other direction. Oh yeah, I would have walked that way. Yeah. If, if maybe they were mistaken, it's not a werewolf. Either but way, it's like, still something to be scared of. <laughs> at this time of day? Uh-uh. On a, a Tuesday? Chihuahua starts yeah. running out after. So there is a lot of 
spooky things. So now this one isn't so much paranormal as it is just kind of creepy. In 2012, some of you guys might remember this, two women were walking their dog and they made a gruesome discovery right below the Hollywood sign. It was a severed head wrapped in plastic. Yes. They also found other parts, because when I wrote this, it didn't make sense, but a fingerprint test would identify the remains. <laughs> as being, a head and then yeah, a fingerprint like, oh. test. It would uh, identify it as belonging to 66-year-old Hervey Medellin, a former Mexicana Airlines employee, but no one knows who would have wanted him dead. Oh, no. So rumors start swirling around that maybe he was killed by uh, the, a member of the Mexican drug cartel or the victim of the Canadian cannibal killer, which was happening at that time. Canadian cannibal killer? You're not familiar with the CCK? No, no. He's very polite. But I bet it took about three years before police convicted the real killer, uh, Madeline's living boyfriend, Gabriel Campos Martinez. It's always the boyfriend. It's always, it's always the boyfriend. Oh no, don't agree with that. You're the boyfriend. <laughs> I would never say that I would do it, I can, but I understand why it happens. So, just like the day that he went missing, the boyfriend, Gabriel Campos Martinez, searched into Google how to butcher a human carcass for human consumption. It took him three years to find this guy. I mean, wow. I, don't, I don't want to give him tips on how to be a killer, but, but that's not it. Don't, no. don't at, do that. At least use incognito mode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Google Chrome. Everyone knows that. Use your head. Go to the library. I don't know. I'm sure there's books. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Griffith Park is big, and it's scary, and it's cursed, and if anybody's ever asked you, like, hey man, you want to buy some land at Griffith Park, don't do it. Yeah, don't do that. You will be dead after your party, and don't go at night, because it sounds like that's when the monsters and the werewolves come out. They come out at night, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. um, go at night. But yeah, no, the, my favorite part of that is uh, C.V. Howard, who was, like, celebrating selling the lands, water rights, and then he gets shot. He's like, yeah! I just have a good And on a high note, I guess. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. Better not do that. But that is it for Haunted LA Stories. Thank you for sitting down and listening to us talk and yes. babble on about things you probably already knew. Uh, again, uh, you, yeah, you can find us. Yeah, you can find uh, us at Collie Wubbles Podcast. On uh, Oh no, we're fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Instagram. Instagram. A lot of our stuff we do. Instagrams. We do a lot of first-person stories. So if you have anything that you want us to read on the air or whatever, feel free to send it to us at polyloveswpodcast at gmail. Yeah. Yeah, we love, we love to get first-person stories. It's very interesting for us. And if you just have to have a T-shirt or a sticker, we have a a sexy Sasquatch witch sticker that we have. Uh, all of that is at teespring.com. That was made by our friend uh, Red. She's and an awesome Sybil, artist. Sybil Devil Studios. Correct. That's it. I think. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>